This is Big Business with Sarah. This podcast guides you to finding what you desire most in life and business. Because running a business is very much about your personal development. In this podcast, I'm sharing what my clients ask me and how I help them. Thanks for joining. Welcome back to another episode of Big Business with Sarah, where we explore habits and strategies that lead to success in the world of solopreneurship. And so I'm always in my in my podcast, I'm always answering answering client questions. And sometimes my cl- clients ask me, okay, yes, but how, why is it that sometimes I'm, you know, falling back into old patterns and, you know, what can I do about that? And as your host, uh, I want to share with you right now in this podcast what I'm doing with my clients in helping them um, you know, become a better version of themselves. Because you are already enough. You are doing enough, etc. But if you want to uh, also really believe that, there are actually a lot of exercises that we can do. And so today I'm picking out one of the exercises. We're talking about a very exciting topic, namely proactivity versus reactivity. And this is inspired by Stephen Covey's renowned book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. One of my favorite books. I read it two years ago for the first time. I was blown away. It was actually my first self-development book that I've read. And um, yeah, in today's episode, we will explore why being proactive is crucial for you as an entrepreneur and how it can really positively impact your business. Uh, So let's get started. I'm also giving a lot of practical advice, you know, with a few examples. So, yeah, so just so you know that how you can, uh, yeah, really tap into that and that you don't actually have to read the book. So it's seven habits and this is one of the habits, right? I think it's habit number two, be proactive. So before we delve into the benefits of being proactive, let's quickly recap what it means, actually. So it refers to taking control of your actions and choices, right? So it probably, I mean, it's already kind of self-explanatory, but rather than just simply reacting to external circumstances, you are deciding what you are doing. So it really involves identifying and pursuing opportunities, anticipating challenges and aligning your actions with your values and goals. So you have to know your values and goals before you can be proactive, of course. And, you know, this is also where what the magic is. And I've created many podcast episodes about this. You know, what is your goal with your business, but also your goal in life? You know, what is it that you really, really, really want in your life? And only if you know that, then you can work on your habits. So, you know, the thing with this is, is uh, there are so many ways that you can decide uh, what is your goals, goal in life. One of them is being also coming from Stephen Covey is begin with the end in mind. So think about, you know, a few weeks before you're going to pass away. Hopefully that's a very long time from now. And, you know, what life do you want to look back at? So that's how you that's how you define your goals. And then you can create a vision board and everything. But that's a little bit too much for now. You can follow my workshop, Big Business, Big Life, where I'm helping you do this. Or maybe I have created a podcast episode about it. And if I did, which I can't really remember right now, I will put it in the show notes. So why should solopreneurs like yourself, strive to be proact- as proactive as possible. Um, 
there is actually so I'm sharing three reasons and uh, and also examples on how you can do that. So one of the reasons is that you can actually make more money. So by making offers, for instance, to your desired clients. So your excess success often hinges on your abil- ability to attract and retain clients who align with your vision and your values, right? So by being proactive, you can actively seek out and make offers to your desired clients rather than waiting for them to come to you. So sometimes it happens that a client comes to me, for instance, when they want to work with me, saying that, you know, actually the clients that they're working with are not very nice to them. And that's not because, you know, they're they're all bad or all assholes, but it's also because, you know, the, the person, the client that is coming to me is maybe not setting enough boundaries. But so you first start to, to think about, you know, what is actually my desired client? Who do I really want to work with in what circumstances? So that's really where you start and, you know, make a list of people and then actually contact them. And don't be afraid to receive a no. People really like it to, uh, to you know, to be approached. So let's say you're a graphic designer with a passion for working with eco-friendly businesses. So... Instead of waiting for those businesses to find you, maybe through your compelling content, but I want you to take a proactive approach. So research, you know, your eco-friendly clients, reach out to them with a tailored offer or at least with a tailored tailored note saying, you know what, I love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Showcasing how your skills can help them achieve their sustainability goals or maybe their marketing goals. And so by being proactive, you position yourself as a problem solver, creating opportunities that may not have existed otherwise. And newsflash, and this is something that not many freelancers understand, is that you have to start. You have to start the relationship. So, and you know, when I was a freelancer, actually, people would always come to me. I'm not saying this to brag, but I was not an entrepreneur at all. I would, I actually was working for people kind of like I was when I was working under contract for a boss, but then for different bosses, actually. Um, But there was no real sales or no real entrepreneurship um, in place. And so being proactive also gives you the opportunity to really create a business and not just, um, you know, actually a place where you are creating some work for yourself, but that's really it. So, and you can also really make a difference because if you believe in eco-friendly businesses and you want to work for them, then, I mean, why shouldn't you, right? You only live once. So, Another reason to you know be more proactive is that you can actually start uh, and that you have the freedom to choose the projects that you work on. I touched upon that a little bit earlier. So um, it really allows you to identify and uh, initiate pr- also initiate pro- projects that align with your passions and values. So by taking the lead, you can bring your vision to life and make a meaningful impact in something that you believe in. And you know. Don't worry too much about money, you know, at the beginning stages, but yeah, uh, more will come of that, I'm very sure. So let's imagine you're a solopreneur in the education sector and you're passionate about improving access to quality education for underprivileged communities. And instead of waiting for someone else to start a project, take the initiative, create an online platform that offers free educational resources to disadvantaged 
students. So by being proactive, you only not only make a difference, but also really position, position yourself as a thought leader and attract like-minded individuals who can support and collaborate on your project. And people will know you of that. And you know, everything that you do, people will say, oh yeah, this person is really, you know, and they are recommending you because they believe, ah, that's an authority, right? So one of my first episode is very much about creating a niche authority. And, and this is also one of the ways to do it. You know, if you are passionate about changing something, then you should change it. One of my clients, she's working in a sector where there's not a lot of people who are doing a certain kind of job. So she is doing it. But actually what she discovered during my coaching is that she wants to teach other people who are a little bit, you know, working in the same um, line of field, but actually doing a little bit something different. But if she will give her, if she will give them a few uh, cues and a few ideas on how they can uh, implement that in their jobs, actually, probably a lot of that problem, you know, where there is a shortage, shortage of people will be gone. And that's because she takes the initiative. So, I mean, you know, you can, as a, an individual, you can really change a part of the world or the entire world, whatever you want. But you can only do this if you're proactive. So I'm very, I'm very hyped up. I'm noticing because I think this is so important. <laughs> Always in my microphone. So the third reason that um, you should do this is by approaching your new people in your network. So this, you know, and this, this is what is really going to help you. So you open doors to new opportunities, collaborations, and valuable connections. So do not ever wait for others to come to you. Take the first step and initiate initiate conversations with people who can contribute to your personal and professional growth. So let's say you're attending a business conference and there's an influential speaker you'd love to connect with. And instead of waiting for a chance encounter, be proactive, research the speaker beforehand, reach out via email or social media and express your interest in their work. Propose a meeting or suggest collaborating on a project by being proactive you demonstrate your enthusiasm and initiative, increasing the chances of es establishing a valuable connection. So I remember once I was hosting a very nice conference, a Museum Next conference in New York, and I knew, and I was, so I was the host, so I was, I was announcing all the speakers and doing the Q&A and everything, and one of the sp keynote speakers was Seth Godin, you know, the marketing god, Seth Godin. And I was actually... Actually, honestly, I didn't know this. This was 2019. So I wasn't really very much into self-development yet or, you know, learning or e-learning, you know, or understanding that world. So I wasn't very much into that. But then I knew that he was kind of a big deal because uh, the organizer told me that he was. And um, so I bought his book. You know, I read his book. And then uh, I also brought my book, uh, my Dutch um, translation of the book, um, to New York and asked, him to sign it after after the conference and and it was so nice connecting with him him and now I have a job no kidding <laughs> uh, but you know it was so nice connecting with him you know having a nice conversation and that was only because I had that book in Dutch and then he was looking at it and he said oh that's it's he always said that he always likes to you know see the book in another language um and I understand that, of course. It was the book, This is Marketing, by the way. Uh, also, Seth Godin has a great podcast, by the way. Um, you should really listen to it. But so 
you know, by being, you know, and you're opening up, you know, be, by being prepared, you're opening up the energy for the other to see you. You know, sometimes you can be so overwhelmed, for instance, you know, if I wouldn't have been prepared and I would have seen the, you know, if I wouldn't have been prepared and I would have seen the presentation, I would probably be blown away and say, uh, thank you, Seth Godin. You know, I wouldn't be, you know, as good as as a host as I I was in the end. I'm not saying that I'm the best, obviously, but I just want to share with you that being proactive actually always pays off. So there you have it. Really, three reasons why being proactive is incredibly beneficial for you as a solopreneur, entrepreneur, uh, freelancer. And by making offers to, so the first one was offers to your desired clients. By starting projects you believe in and approaching new people in your network, you are taking control of your solopreneur journey. And in that way, you will receive, you will become, you know, one of those effective people that Stephen Covey is talking about. And now it's time for one of your questions. So one of the questions that came in into my inbox was very much about how to attract a crowd for my event. So I'm following a lot of people on LinkedIn and, you know, they're doing such a great job creating content. And then one of the other things that people are doing is hosting, of course, online events, you know, kind of webinars or masterclasses, or they are organizing um, real life events or in-person events, actually, I should say. And, and I cannot emphasize this enough, but organizing an event is really difficult. <laughs> it takes takes a lot of your time always. Doesn't matter how experienced you are. I've organized thousand events. I am not exaggerating here. And so I know, uh, you know, it's always costing you more money than, um, than in the first place because you can use an event to actually sell something, obviously. But uh, it always costs money. Uh, you always have to invest. And so you really want to have to do it. So one of the things that I'm looking at, you know, if some, and this person asked me, so, you know, I want to organize an in-person event. Um, how do I attract more people? So the thing that you want to do in event and events and especially after COVID is that you want to gain trust at the people that you want to reach. So um, uh, people are spending their time on your event, right? Of course, they're spending money, but they're also spending time. So, you know, money, you know, for instance, but for instance, for a course or maybe an online webinar that you can always, you know, decide to to look at your own pace. That's actually easily spent. But um, money or or um, or kind of an obligation for your clients that they have to be there at the event at that day. They don't know how they're feeling yet. You know, the event is in one month month time. I have no idea what what I'm doing. Maybe there's another client coming. So it's really a big commitment. So what you have to do is you really have to build trust, trust, and 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 tell your clients through. Um, your content, through your program, through everything, maybe also your partnerships, um, your um, word of mouth, uh, marketing, um, uh, testimonials, maybe if you want people already, you know, maybe if people have done already some in-person stuff with you that you really want to put in your testimonials, but really, really show that it's worth their time. 
that's where it starts, obviously, you know, in the marketing, but then it also has to be really worth their time. And sometimes I'm looking at a program, I'm like, no, don't do that, you know, because it's just taking way too much time for really boring topics and nobody wants to listen to. So really think from your audience perspectives, you know, stop, stop if you're thinking, oh, I have so much to tell you. No, no. Think about what are the questions? What do you want the people in the audience to walk away with? What thoughts, what actions, what what bonuses, whatever? And yes, of course, you can use this to sell something. You know, at the end or during the conference or, or your event, you can always say, you know what, now I have a special bonus for those who step in at blah, blah. The, of an event is perfect for that because an in-person event is such a great way to connect much better than uh, connecting through, you know, what I'm doing right now. If you're watching me on YouTube, you're seeing me, but you're not really connected with me like it would be in person. Well, so I'm saying this, I'm thinking I should maybe also record some podcasts live. <laughs> not sure if that works actually, but I don't know, just an idea. Um, so Create that trust. That's the most important thing. And then do not uh, let people down once they're in your event because they are spending so much time and maybe a little money on being there. So really understand how much it costs your audience and then program and promote for that. Now I have a question for you. So my question for you today is to be very, very proactive today, or maybe if you're listening this at the end of the day, uh, tomorrow. So have a completely proactive day in which you're not responding to anything. You're not responding to the news. You're not responding to your emails. You're not responding to someone walking in. Well, I mean, you can say no, right? You are. I mean, you have to say something, but just say no to someone who's walking into your office with a request. Okay, you quickly do this or that. No, 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 no. You're just going to focus on being proactive. What is it that you want? You are starting to organize something. If you finally want to start your business, this is the time, this is the day, or tomorrow is the day to write down the, the contours of your business plan. There is, I mean, of course, there are excuses. I don't like to use that term, but actually there are no excuses not to work on this. So be proactive in your approach. Think about, you know, what you want to work on, what you want to to spend your life on really, yes, you have to make money, but the way how you want to do it is limitless. So, you know, use that, use the possibility of, you know, being a, an entrepreneur and actually being able to leverage what you are very good at and what you really believe in. If you liked this episode, then Motivation Mindset, my program is very much something for you. Uh, it's already running for one week now. I released three exercises and on Friday I'm releasing the fourth. It's a program um, which is taking place in June. I might even prolong it to July, but I'm not making any promises because obviously um, I don't want to, but you know, I've already recorded almost every episode episode of the of the training. So what is it? It's an audio program of the entire month of June. And every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you receive an, an email from me, and then you will receive an audio um 
audio exercise and it's about really everything you know about creating habits that work for you about feeling you know not feeling restless anymore about um yeah really stepping out of your comfort zone but in a nice way and i'm sharing you know all my personal development skills but also the ones that really that i see working really well with my clients and so it's a really big actually basket full of exercises that is really going to gear you up for a more fulfilling life actually that's that's what it is and that you're not feeling bad about you know not having done this or that but actually having fun in in doing uh, what you're doing so for instance me I uh, you know it's it's Wednesday 7th right now that I'm recording this and uh, I've already recorded all the episodes, almost all the episodes. I still have to do four, uh, but I'm having so much fun with this. So it's not really difficult for me. And, you know, that's also what I want for you. Right. So I want you to do things that you love. Why do I want that? Because life is short and you shouldn't waste it. All right. Um, if you want this, it's only 44 euros. It's really nothing. And, you know, maybe you have missed the emails that I've sent, you know, but those are really small emails, really announcement emails. But you will receive all the audio exercises that I'm sharing. And it's really a nice way. And, you know, my clients are, are blown away by it because they really love it. And um, it's all new new exercises and um yeah so if you want to join 44 euros i'll put the link in the description i would love to see you inside thank you for listening to big business with sarah if you've enjoyed today's episode leave a five-star review and hit subscribe if you're ready for your next step in business you can find out how to work with me in the show notes do not forget to submit your coaching question for one of my next episodes have a happy day